As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Welcome to Wine Soundtrack International. Listen to the passion with which producers narrate their winery and their world. In 30 Answers, discover their stories, personalities and passions. Hi, Janan. Thanks for coming today. Uh, it's nice to see you again and it's great to have you on Wine Soundtrack again. So, Janna Trisorio, tell me, so where are you located? Uh, hello, Michelle. Um, I, my winery, actually, the winery that I work for, Cincinnato, is located in Lazio, uh, 50 kilometers south from Rome, direction Naples, on volcanic hills facing the sea. Uh, so we are not, uh, not so far from the Mediterranean Sea, uh, or more or less 20 kilometers. Sounds lovely. Oh, yeah, I'd like to come and visit one day. <laughs> it is. It's great a things nice about place. It. So, how many hectares do you have of land? Uh, we, in Italy, we have more than 500 hectares, but um, um, some of them are um, olive tree, uh, cultivated with olive um, trees, and uh, 20, uh, 268 are uh, vineyards. It's a lot of land. Yeah, <laughs> sounds <laughs> almost all the municipality of Cori. Okay, and so how many bottles per year do you manage to produce? Uh, the total production is uh, uh, 950. Uh, we are close to 1 million of bottles. That's a lot of bottles. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so what types of wine, what type of wine do you produce there? Uh, we um, are focused on a typical grape, a native grape like uh, Nero Buono and Bellone. So we have decided to yeah to focus and work um, and put all our effort on these two grapes um, and um, so they are typical from Lazio uh, the Bellone is really ancient was described by Pliny the Elder in his books and uh, Nero Buono is uh, um, also ancient but so we don't know a lot about it. Um, there are some books in our uh, library in Cori that describe a, a grape that could be uh, the Nero Buono in uh, late uh, medieval time. That's really interesting. So um, 
What percentage of sales do you have in Italy uh, compared to overseas? What sort of ratio? The, the, the sales are almost local, unfortunately. And uh, so just 10% sell abroad. So, but um, we are working, uh, this year was uh, totally different. <laughs> we were <Obviously>. starting <laughs> in many different countries. So, but uh, in 2020, uh, we had to stop. And uh, so mm. we, hope that in, um, this year yeah, I'm it's sure going to be better. <laughs> I'm sure things will pick up again. Unfortunately, COVID's been the same for everybody, but uh, hopefully uh, this yeah. year, later this year, next year, everything will pick up. Yeah, finger we're crossed. All, yeah, we're all crossing <laughs> our fingers. So I wonder if you have um, any recollection of your first memory of wine? Um, yeah, I, I'm, my family, um, I grew up in the city. Uh, I grew up in Rome so um, I, I my first memory is actually uh, during the lunch the Sunday lunch <laughs> uh, with my parents they usually um, used to drink Lambrusco <laughs> it's, it's very it's usually <laughs> freezing red wine and not Roman <laughs> and not Roman but it was very I mean was uh, during the 70s so the in the world, wine world was totally different. So, but it was a very happy day for us, and we used to celebrate with a, with a sparkling <laughs> wine. So that's maybe why I love so much sparkling wine. <laughs> Great. Which actually leads me on to my next question. So, with regard to consumer education to drink moderately, of course. What, in your opinion, is the right age to start drinking wine? <laughs> Usually there is not exactly a um, uh, perfect age to start. Usually more or less around uh, 17, 18. But the, the most important thing is how to approach to the wine. Yeah. It's not the age. So you have to be curious. You have to smell it. You have to know where it is. More, also many things about agriculture point of view. Mm -hmm. Do you think uh, it's right for parents to let their child have a little taste of wine to get them accustomed to it? Uh, I, I used to do with my uh, my nephew. I used to uh, dip his finger in the red wine, red wine when he was a, a child. So, but it was just for fun. And I mean, he he's, he has now a very good approach with the wine. He's uh, he's a good. Uh, chef also so and it was I think it was a nice approach just to have a fun a little bit so but yeah it doesn't rarely. become the forbidden fruit yes. that you're always <laughs> longing for okay so what does a teetotaler lose out on by not tasting wine at all um, I mean, the wine for me is uh, related to, uh, as I said, the happy memory, have a fun and also discover a place and um, it's always related with food. So to discover the, the food the culture in a, in, in a town and in a country. So it's, uh, it's they are losing an experience. Okay, that's sad. Uh that's the way I feel about it as well. I'm obviously not a teetotaler. So. Do you believe in a perfect variety? No, not at all. I mean, I love the difference in everything. So on the various social networks, which do you think is the best for spreading your image? 
We uh, we started to use a lot the social network uh, during the last year, um, and uh, so at the moment we're using all different social. So uh, Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, Twitter, and also newsletter. So we try to to involve uh, in a different way uh, the the consumer or the people that are just interested to discover something new or more about us and wine. Okay, so you don't have a preferred network? No, actually. everything? Not, I mean, for the um, um, company. I mean, I, I, I just stick on Instagram and Facebook. I mean, <laughs> from my personal point of view, I use those two more. So you're not an actual striker in post 20 times a day, you're more of a voyeur? <laughs> yes, definitely, definitely. <laughs> so how much is your seller's most expensive bottle? Um, 18, 16 uh, euros, so it's not a lot. I mean, we, um, our philosophy is to have always an approachable wine, so talking about price. Okay, so if you could do an advert for your seller and the copywriters propose that you be the celebrity endorsing your own product, a bit like Giovanni Rana does for his tortellini, would you accept? Oh, I, I always, <laughs> I have a difficult, uh, I mean, I always feel very embarrassed and uh, showing myself. So even with the interview like today, I, <laughs> I, I feel so embarrassed. So I don't think I would be the perfect person. <laughs> no, it's really lovely no. talking to you. I think uh, your answers are also very interesting. So um, a VIP photographed by a paparazzi in a restaurant. On the table is one of your bottles in all its glory. Which famous person would you choose to be there drinking that bottle? Uh, for sure, the, the Queen. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yes, Mother Queen, because it's something really unusual that you don't expect from her drinking a glass of wine. <laughs> Gin, probably. <laughs> yes, gin. Oh, tea. <laughs> oh, tea. <laughs> At wine shows, what absolutely cannot be missing from your stand? Um, smile. <laughs> <laughs> great, great answer. <laughs> So if you're traveling the world abroad, not so much lately, unfortunately, but which is the best foreign wine that you've ever drunk? And the opposite, which was the worst that you ever drunk? Uh, I, I mean, I love to try wines everywhere where I go and I, I always bring back to Italy bottles I have in my luggage, always a souvenir, a wine souvenir. Um, and so I cannot say that there is one. I, I usually, I love German Riesling and I love white French wine. So those are, I, I'm more European uh, wine drinker. Uh, but also I, I found very lovely wine in the USA, on uh, Argentina, of course, so red wine. So it's always an experience. I, I cannot say that there is anything better or worse. Also, the worst wine could be very interesting to try. <laughs> if aliens land on your property, which of the wines from your cellar would you let them try? Um, Fusher Nero Bono Cora is our uh, selection of Nero Bono uh, because it's um, the ex expression of our uh, terroir, so volcanic soil is uh, um, it's, it's a red wine, so it's 
uh, could be age. <laughs> so I, I think Cora, definitely. I'm sure they'd love it. This is, would be nice to see the aliens <laughs> as well. <laughs> so, um, each vintage is a different story yeah. or not. In other words, are there more things that repeat themselves or the opposite? Uh, oh, no, uh, are more the difference. I mean, I always think of each vintage, uh, not just about the vintage, but all the years. So each of them, it's very different. I, I, I have memory of a very cold spring and very uh, or very hot summer. So each year is different, and also the memory that I have of that year is different. So which of the wines from your cellar has given you the most satisfaction? Uh, I, as, as I said, I love sparkling wine, so I love my Metodo Classico made with the Bellone. Uh, it's, I think it's very, it's amazing. And I just love to drink it. And so, but uh, we just started to sell it. It's two years that it's on the market, so it's it's growing. It's not, uh, of course, the the best seller, uh, but it's something that I would love to. I always love to show to the our customers. Great. So you're nurturing that product. Mm -hmm. So, what's your opinion of wine guides, if I may ask? Uh, they were very important, and uh, but with the social media, they um, lose a lot of uh, uh, importance. But they uh, they still have to they still have something to to tell to us. It's important uh, also to listen to the the guide and to know uh, how the word the word wine word is going, what is doing. So they still. Um, point of uh, reference do you say that and reference point yeah that's that's uh, that's correct um do you believe that guides italian or foreign press uh can influence choice in production or is it more the consumer uh, before they 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 used to have a lot influence influence on how the the winery used to yeah the, the choice but i i think now it's the the, the market is totally uh, changed so it's more direct on consumer so they uh, and uh, I, thanks for social media so everybody can express their opinion and you have uh, a contact with all the all of them so uh, now it's more connected to the consumer so when you were little what did you want to do when you grew up Oh, many things, <laughs> many things, and uh, of course, uh, I don't, I don't know because I had so many different uh, desire for sure. A teacher, <laughs> as many um, a child and uh, a journalist, uh, but for for sure the. The, the desire that influenced more my life was uh, a missioner because I wanted to go to Africa and so that's why I started to study agriculture because I, my dream was to go to Africa and uh, yeah um, help <laughs> the population there to grow um, the mice our um, culture yeah <laughs> so that's sweet so um, 
Getting back to wine. So I think I already know the answer to this, but white, red or rosé and whether still or sparkling. White, definitely. <laughs> white and definitely sparkling. And talking about sparkling, Italian or French? Um, I'm, <laughs> I have to say French, <laughs> but also, I mean, Italy is really growing. I mean, it's uh, every year I discover an amazing um, Metodo Classico, really very interesting, but of course, Fran France is the history of bubbling. It's <laughs> fair enough. Have you ever paired white wine with meat or red wine with fish? Oh, definitely, definitely. I, I always uh, open the bottle before and I decide what to cook. So if, <laughs> if I have a white and I have just meat on the, in the refrigerator and the freezer, I, <laughs> I <Yeah>. do red. <laughs> so how many glasses or bottles of wine are needed to get you drunk? Um, before, I mean, a few years ago was uh, two bottles, but now I'm reducing, so two glasses, <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's enough now. <laughs> and what's your remedy for a hangover? Um, yeah, sleep and drink a lot of water. <laughs> and if you're having a really seductive soiree, which wine would you order? Mm, of course, um, men usually prefer red wines, so I'm, I'm definitely I'm gonna go to a, a Tuscany red wine or uh, yeah something usually and classical. In, in your in your opinion, what's the nicest film dedicated to wine? Do you have a favorite? Uh, I don't think that there are so many um, movies. No, I, there are a few and some of them are, are nice. <laughs> and when you're not working, how do you spend your free time? I mean, before COVID, <laughs> I used to go, I, I'm, I love music, so definitely I, I used to go to the concerts and uh, uh, yeah, that, that was my passion and, and gym. Now I just love yeah, to read and listen to the music at home. And I started my chess classes and I started um, classes of uh, smell. With the, yeah, I'm starting to be very curious about perfume word. So um, with the internet, it's possible to do classes at, at home with all this little perfume and smell it. So I'm discovering something different. Yeah, <laughs> useful for wine as well. Yes, yes, it's smell. very, very interesting. Yeah, yeah. got a lot in common. <laughs> so. Um, some people read tea leaves in the bottom of a cup, but if you could read the bottom of a wine glass, what do you think it would reveal? What would you like it to reveal? For me, uh, at the moment, like, I, the, must, uh, the must that I can desire is serenity. <laughs> um, yeah, definitely. <laughs> Great. And have you ever had anybody read your tarot cards? Oh, yes, yes, I did. I always, <laughs> I did everything. I mean, hands, coffee and uh, tarot cards. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> Just curious. I don't believe it, but I love to do it. <laughs> what sign of the zodiac are you? Aquarius. Okay. <laughs> and are you, do you support any teams at all? Any sports? Sports, uh, sports I, mm, I love to run now. I'm, I have to say that I'm getting older. I'm, I love to trek. <laughs> Where did you go on your first date? Uh, 
um, the first date um, was uh, actually a restaurant and I remember the wine that he ordered <laughs> but it was really so many years ago so he at that time was in fashion galestro <laughs> so the, so he ordered galestro and was I was so excited <laughs> and where did you go on your second date uh, no I don't remember <laughs> What was the best piece of advice you ever received? I have received many advice, but always I think that the most important is the um, example that the people they do uh, with their life. It's not the words that they say, but they how, how they live and act. So I prefer to yeah just mm. have some person that I admire and follow them. <laughs> um, what would you consider the best advice to give to us? In Italy, we say to see the the glass the glass half full. <laughs> Talking about wines is yeah. the most obvious. Absolutely agree. <laughs> Did you enjoy our interview? Yes, a lot. <laughs> Give us a vote from one to ten. Ten. Oh, were you honest? <laughs> yes, I am. It was uh, fun. If your wine, if wine was a song, which one would it be? A song. Yes. Um, I love summertime. Complete this sentence. The table without wine is like... A vase without flowers. <laughs> Great. Okay, and now I think I've, uh, I've asked you so many questions. Uh, and it's just to round off, it's time for our notorious little game about famous personalities. So I say the name of a famous person and you tell me which wine you would associate to them. So are you ready? Mm-hmm. Nicole Kidman? Uh, she's so elegant. Chardonnay. French Chardonnay. Tom Cruise? Um, a red wine, American red wine. Cabernet? That's okay. it. Uh, how about Silvio Berlusconi? If I think about him, I can imagine uh, he's quite old. <laughs> so I can imagine an, an aged bottle of Chianti. <laughs> And how about Queen Elizabeth? Oh, yeah, she's... <laughs> yeah, my, my sparkling wine. <laughs> okay, great. And just the last one. Uh, let's choose... Laura Pausini. I don't know which country, where, where is, she, is she from, but I can imagine Lambrusco. <laughs> okay, great. Well, that's it. And... Um, Thanks so much. But will you just remind us where your cellar is, how to reach it, and maybe your web address? Uh, the Cincinnato is in Cori, and the website is www.cincinnato.it. Great, thank you. And I hope everybody will follow you on your social scenes that you're so active on them. <laughs> Thanks again, Giovanna. Thank Bye. Ciao. Thanks for listening to a new episode of Wine Soundtrack International. For details and updates, visit our website, winesoundtrack.com. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.